here we are at a special edition of Reality Check Check. We're checking on the reality of the indictment. Boo, the indictment. Boo, 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 boo. All right. It came. <laughs> One of them. One of them came. Reality Check Chat is sponsored by the Independent Democratic Women of Susquehanna County. I'm Barbara Scott, and I'm here with my podsters. Judy Herschel is here. Great and to be back. Liz Kearney. Liz Kearney counting to... 34, count them, 34 indictments of the former president. Yeah, I think we need to talk about, though. I mean, I have my, I've heard other people say the same thing. I Some some kind of reservations about this being the first indictment. You know, if this was like down the road, but I go back and forth because I just heard Congressman Bowman. Does anybody know him mm-hmm. from New York? Yes, Judy, you're shaking your head. Did I get I don't that know right? him well, but I know him. Yeah. So he represents, I don't know where he represents. He's he's a New York congressman and he's a black man. And he was born in New York City. And he's talking about, he's talking to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. He says, get your butt back to Washington and start working on affordable housing or gun violence or... You know, and he names all these things. We don't need you doing this kind of divisive stuff in New York City. This is the city I was born and raised in. This is the greatest city, you know, which I happen to agree with. But anyway, I was just really taken with that. He's right. Get back to Congress and do what you're supposed to do. Not supposed to and try to get a district attorney in New York City to to testify before Congress for what? I mean, really. Okay, I'll let you guys have your... I'm glad that you made the comment about this one being the first. I think this is a tough one because there's so many more that... I'm not saying this isn't serious. You know, honestly, for the first time, this guy has... This guy has lied. This guy has cheated. This guy has had has been a criminal even before he was president. So there is some relief that finally, 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 there is some accountability. And finally, there are the judge in particular, people that can kind of put him in his place and limit what he says. That's what I was thinking after hearing what had happened when he went to court. What I find disturbing, and I know we're going to bring this up, so I'll go right for it, is the fact that the judge warned him, hey, listen, you need to keep your mouth shut. You need to not use threatening language, you know, and I'm paraphrasing. So what did he go and do when he gave his speech? He did exactly what the judge told him not to, and to an extreme, right? They've got his son sending out pictures of his daughter going after the DA and his wife calling them racist, but the other way can go on and on and on. And I'm just wondering what this judge is going to do about that, because we know it doesn't surprise us that he did that. But is he going to hold him in contempt? Is he going to treat him like anyone else? Because thus far, he's gotten away with a whole bunch of stuff, even as it relates to this case, that other people would not. Except that who's hearing that? I mean, it's in the news. If the news didn't cover it, that'd be great. Because there there aren't that many people at Mar-a-Lago. He doesn't even need to say anything to them. They're already in his corner. They're going to remain in his corner. So I don't understand why he feels. I think it's because he's so angry. that I don't think he has the capability not to do that. I think his go-to is, you mess with me, I'm going to destroy you. 
I just think that's in his makeup. So this is going to be very interesting to see because he's campaigning. He's going to use this as a campaign ploy. And Democrats and both Republicans said, hey, listen, there's some issues with this case. You know, there are. It's not, you know, and to us, if we take a look at it, it's pretty clear cut, but they do have a little bit of an uphill battle. And it, and it was an opportunity for Trump to use that to his advantage. But they're saying, the experts are saying that speech was just horrible. In his base, of course, they're going to love what he's saying. But o- overall, just the fact that he made it about him and really, really used a lot of threatening language. I'm hoping he just continues to dig dig a hole, but it's going to be interesting to see how that judge handles that. Yeah, you know, and it's a long time from now until December, right? And we're in the midst of a campaign. Right. Uh, do we see him holding him in contempt and sending him to jail after two or three warnings? Because anybody else would would do that. I you know, don't know. This, this idea that it was done for political reasons. You know, I've heard that all day long. I, I work with most of the Republicans, and and that was the majority of what I heard was nobody's denying that he did anything. Thing, but they feel, hey, should have been done a while ago because they don't understand how things work. Um, they're just doing it because it's an election. You know, to me, does does that mean, hey, everybody there, does it? So wait, why stop, they, why stop, they stop, stop, them? stop. There isn't no? an election. Tell them there isn't an election. Until exactly, exactly. This is There's- 2020. Three. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, these are the, yes, they're ridiculous. Absolutely. They're grasping at straws. Do they believe what they're saying? I don't know. Who knows? But the fact of the matter is he's being held accountable. And there's three other cases right around the corner. So this this should be very interesting. Part of me re- is relieved, though, guys. But part of me is a little scared about what this is going to open up. I don't know about well, you guys. Let's let Liz weigh in. I just want to say one thing. When we talk about should this be the first thing to go at him, because it seems a little bit lightweight. Think about Al Capone. Think about um, who else you guys would remember. I don't know. There have been other people in the same situation that they got on, you know, something almost totally unrelated to what their actual crime was. But Liz, weigh in here. What do you we lo- wait? We can't. We lost you. We lost you. Are you awake, baby? Connectivity. Not connected. We got you. We can hear you. Now we can hear you, but we didn't hear you until just now. I wasn't talking. My my computer screen froze. Oh, yeah. It's still a little wonky. Can you move or something? Yeah. It's supposed to rain. Whenever we get rain, the internet doesn't work. Oh. Where's our infrastructure bill, Judy? (laughs) I know. For real. If you turn off the video, it might be better. Oh, let me try that. Let me yeah. try that. That's a good idea. Okay, this video's off. Is that any better? Much better. Yes, yes. Okay, but you can't see my smiling face. No. no. Put up okay. your finger when you, I mean, you know, one of those things down here. Where are oh, they? Oh, where is that? Where is that? Is it reactions? reactions. Yes, 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 reactions. Oh, voices, voices. Okay, okay. All right. Um, way in here. What are your thoughts on, on all of this? Well, first of all, it's about time he was held accountable. I, I've, I've read a lot of pundits who said this wasn't the strongest case, and some Republicans have defended him saying, well, who wouldn't try to hide an affair from, with a porn star from your wife? So that maybe that's not just a business. You know, anybody would, would do that if they had the money. But then um, I read an article this morning, this afternoon, from by Charlie Savage in the New York Times, who made the point that maybe what Bragg was trying to get at bringing this case is that the falsified records could have been a plan to deceive state tax authorities, quote unquote. Right. 
Right. So that that can make it more of a more of just a, just a hush up, you know, hide the hide the porn star from your wife's situation, which I heard some Republicans trying to defend. So, <laughs> but the deceiving state taxes that's a real crime. Trying to hide your taxes, right. that's a true that's a big white collar crime. And it was kind and of I'm, like a laundering money thing is a possibility. They may in the in the um, paying back. Uh, Cohen. Right. But uh, I agree that gee, there's, there's more coming down the pike. This probably wasn't the strongest case to start with. But boy, I mean, it's time for him to be held accountable. He's gotten away with I read um, some research. He's been involved in over nearly 4,000 lawsuits in his career. People suing him, people him suing people back. That's just part of the expression criminal. <laughs> Yeah, you know, exactly. it's just who who lives like that. I hope there's some accountability, some perhaps even some God forbid, some consequences coming down the pike. I mean, is he going to run for president during all this? This is a, this is just absurd. Yeah, but it's but, also it completely legal, I guess, and okay. Yeah. But I'm also I'm enjoying. I love the German word Schadenfreude. Yeah, that's when you're in, in. That's when you get some pleasure from the suffering of others, which is not a noble sentiment, but. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> so do you guys think that there will be some surprises in this trial? Do you think that there are some things he did illegally that will come out that we're not aware of? Because I have a theory. I think he may have used this money out of campaign money, which is also a big, huge no-no. So if it is about the taxes, it's about the campaign money. So I'm hoping that that will piss off a lot of people, particularly those that that donated to him. But but I think we've said this many times, and, and you touched upon it, Barb, too, is he's got his base. And no matter what happens, he can shoot people in the middle of Times Square. He said it before. They're not going to sway. But right. I do think some people are on the fence. And by the looks of the protests, his support, I hope, is dwindling. But non-protest. Non, non I read in the Times today and someplace else, I forget where, that there were more journalists there than protesters. And that wasn't an exaggeration <laughs> because they're journalists from all over the world and they were waiting there for like 18 hours, if you can believe that. But I wanted to share my favorite photo and I also have a favorite quote. My favorite photo was, I forget his name, he's 57-year-old Bronx man who was sitting in a lawn chair there very early so he could see the criminal court building entrance with a life-size cutout of Hillary Clinton, and at her feet is a sign, lock him up. <laughs> he said, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't, but it's it's a it's it's a, a joyous occasion. But it's so funny that those same people that were going after Hillary are now saying that for emails, exactly for, for her emails, for mistakenly which, using emails in the private and, server. And if you recall, Cohen. They went after Cohen under Trump's administration. So it just doesn't make any sense. Anybody that's informed and put all the facts in front of them can see it for what it is. Yeah, um, it is. Go ahead. I was saying, I had a, speaking of funny memes and pictures, I saw a funny thing today that said, um, the lock her up crowd are not thrilled with the lock him up <laughs> phrase. So it goes to prove that pronouns do matter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So that's I was amused at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that this trial is going to bring out some surprises. They were tried for so long. If you recall, you know, they lost lawyers along the way. They weren't sure if they had a case. And then 
in walks that Pecker guy. What's his first name from the National Enquirer? David, David Pecker. Yeah. And, and something must have happened after he was brought in and given us and gave a statement. I think he started squealing. I think that this, this, what is it called? Um, the catch and kill scheme, I think may be a lot more extensive than even the three people that they brought up. And apparently the doorman I just read had no idea he had any involvement until all this started to happen recently. He wasn't brought in to be questioned, had no clue. And apparently the story that he had that they were trying to cover up involved the fact that he had been warned on numerous occasions to be nice to Trump's housekeeper because they had an, an illegitimate child together. Who did? Trump, Trump. and his housekeeper. was that what was, the, that was, was the What I said. don't understand is they say that that story was proven not to be true, but yet the guy was given $30,000 not to tell it. Yeah. Maybe he had the baby. Maybe the doorman had the child. <laughs> with the, Who uh, knows in this story? But I think yeah. we've got some surprises. I don't think they've they've shown all their cards. I hope they they do because it was really I mean, there were no surprises to any of this. Well, there was the tax thing and the 34, I think was more than counts than people thought. And the tax angle. I don't think there are going to be any surprises, but I'll be surprised if there are surprises. If I can say that, <laughs> I'll be happy if there are some surprises. All right. I want to share my favorite quote. Okay. Okay. Liz, go. Oh, oh, just real quick. Um, One thing I had a question about um, during all this was whether or not Trump would have to submit a DNA sample, because apparently in New York, it's required of of, um, felony um, arraignments or felony indictments. But I couldn't find anything about that said that would happen or not. And all I found was a story from Forbes, like right before the um, arraignment that said, because we want DNA for um, the E. Jean Carroll trial, right? Yeah. She accused him of rape and says she has a dress with DNA material on it. Um, but her lawyers and his lawyers agreed they would not be using DNA experts in that case. So oh. I, that's my big question, whether he, he had to submit to a DNA sample. And if he did, did he bite anybody? Because I read they do a cheek swab and he just strikes me as a biter. <laughs> So that's not related. Let's start that rumor. I have no idea, but my guess is no, because he didn't even have to do a mug shot because everybody knows his mug. All right. Now, that's okay. I just want to do my favorite quote. I have a couple of favorite quotes, but this is my favorite. Trump puts America to take their nation back, question mark. On Thursday, we did. Thursday, of course, was the day of the indictment. So that's one of my favorite quotes. And then I don't know if this is the time, but I want to get into George Soros, if we're good with that. Yes. Because he had a good quote, too. He called Trump, and he doesn't usually speak out, but this was in Munich at some conference, a confidence trickster whose narcissism grew into a disease. And Mm -hmm. let's, they've never met. George Soros is not, quote, brags, fixer, puppeteer pulling Bragg's strings. And it's just outrageous that he's able to call Bragg the names that he's called him a disgusting animal, a um, pervert, or just all these things that he's called Bragg, and including George Soros in there, which always makes me crazy because George Soros is a survivor of the Holocaust, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we really need to attack him every three seconds? He's it's Jewish. We want to blame everything on Jewish people with lots of money. And he uses his money as he's allowed to in this world for Democratic, I'm the small D Democratic and big D Democratic causes and social justice. 
and he gives money to Color of Change. I gave money to Color of Change when they were first starting out because I they're a racial justice you know, organization. It's a good organization. And as the head of it said, Trump's comments about George Soros's pulling the strings of Bragg are not over racist, but they're anti-Semitic. The dog, it's a dog whistle too, I think. It's a definite dog whistle. I agree. And George Soros gave money to Color of Change. Color of Change gave money to Bragg. Um, but George Soros is, gives money to Democrats. He wants to elect Democrats. Mm-hmm. So he probably intimidates them. And that's their go-to, Barb, is they put people down. They're all a bunch of bullies and they're all a bunch of hypocrites. And unfortunately, people fall for it. And that's why they do it. I'd like to think, though, eventually people are going to get sick and fed up of this fear mongering and this hatred and this name calling. And, you know, it's, it's completely out of hand. But you're right. It's so blatantly wrong and disgusting. And Trump said, why and who? would do such a thing as indict former President Trump. <laughs> Only a degenerate psychopath oh, that ew. truly hates the USA. That's what he called oh, That's what he said. Only a degenerate psychopath that truly hates the USA. Go ahead, Liz. Sorry. I'm sorry. This sounds like, this sounds like Trump projecting him. They would say he... He accuses people of what he is. He right. was a degenerate psychopath right him and himself. And that reminds me of why I, I kept seeing references in the media that Trump making anti-Semitic remarks, but they didn't repeat them. Oh. I, I see that it was the George Soros dog whistle business, right? Yeah. yeah. Probably. He's, he's back. He's remiss on my payments, by the way. I mean, you know, George Soros is paying all the Democrats. I've not seen a check in months, personally. <laughs> So they had all these they had all these Fox News anchor people who have over the last couple of years really jumped on the, the Trump train. And they've all admitted in it's been in the news that they've they've said behind the scenes, no, they really think that Trump is an asshole. They really think he's a liar. But when they go in front of the cameras, it's something absolutely totally different. So you have the, these spineless groups of people that won't stand up. You've got Lindsey Graham, who is is basically crying on Fox News. What's so frustrating about this? So they do all of this and they do it as an act, and they act completely different behind the scenes. But there's something about Trump. It's that dog whistle. Once he once he whistles, they all spring into action and do whatever they can to get him money, get on get on TV, promote him. When they say things differently behind the scenes, we're dealing with a bunch of hypocrites. So that's frustrating. Beyond. So there's so many things going on right now. I, I, once again, we're in the twilight zone, guys. Judy, what, yes. what is Lindsey Graham saying? Because he could be indicted. Oh, too. my God. So he got on Fox News a couple days ago. I'm not kidding you and I'm not exaggerating. The man was in tears begging people to send money to help Trump out, Trump out with his legal stuff. Oh my gosh. He was in, he was in tears. He was all, so I, I don't know. He's one side or the other side, or he keeps changing, you know, he's this way or that way. So I don't believe his tears, no matter what. No, it's just this crazy power that Trump has that I will never understand, Barb and Liz. I, I just, even when these people have a glimmer of, okay, maybe you're a real human being. Maybe you know, there's a rational side to you. But when money and power and control are concerned, they get rid of their conscience 
and, and they throw it out the window. Where are the people with all the spine and the, you know, within the Republican Party in particular? Where are these people? They don't That's exist. How, yeah. Where are they? They're nowhere. And the closest one is Mitt Romney, and, and he's not exactly a profile in courage. No. 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 He's the one who speaks out moderately sometimes. But not mm-hmm. about this, right? I don't think he did, did he? I know he finds no, repub- he he thinks it's wrong. I don't remember exactly what he was quoted, but he said that the, the charges were that they're going to have a hard time winning. Oh, well, he also might have said, too, that it does seem like the DA has a personal vendetta against him and, and that the charges are very soft. Why would the yeah. why would it seem like the DA has a personal vendetta against him unless it's because he's a Democrat? He had been quoted a while back, according to them, and I have not done any fact checking, but this is what they're saying, that he he had said that he was going to go after Trump, that he was quoted saying that previously. He was going to go after Trump. Uh, That's okay with me if he wants to go after Trump. Especially, you know what, and think about this. If you're a district attorney and you have these facts in front of you, you don't throw them away. That would make him no better than Trump. You're obligated to do something about it, I would think. It's his job to go after criminals, right? He's going Uh, after a criminal. What do they expect him to do? Just ignore it? You know, yes, it's not a murder. Yes, it's not a, you know, a rape. Yes, it's not. He didn't go in and rob a house. I I get that. But these charges are serious. So he was presented with evidence over a period of time. And it would be wrong of him to not do something. You know, it's a rational human being would know that. Where is the sanity in this country? You know, I don't know. It's it's yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn. You know, there were many a times we thought, okay, an indictment isn't going to ever happen. And and, it, and here right. it is. Right. They're saying a couple weeks from now, we may be hearing from Georgia. I heard this morning it could happen as, as little as two weeks from now, two, three weeks from now that they're wrapping up. And then shortly after that, Garland should be wrapping up the other two. So it may be a summer of indictments, indictments possibly. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. That would be nice. That would be nice. But then it's that fear in the back of your head is what's the backlash from the the Trumpers going to be when there's then four indictments on the table and he really would be in jeopardy of, of doing some jail time at that point. And what does that look like, you know? And I don't think we should be, you know, that fear isn't going to be enough for me to say, okay, drop it all, guys. It's not worth it. I think we have to. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, don't really want it. I don't, I'm not okay. I'm okay with Trump not doing any jail time. That's okay with me. Yeah. I mean, if he's confined to home or community service would be great. Exactly. Go ahead, Liz. I, I would settle, you know, I don't care if he goes to jail or not either. I would settle for a lifetime gag order. If we never had to hear from him again, I'd be happy with that. That would make such a difference in the world because he stirs up so much hatred and violence. I would settle for a lifetime gag order. Which wouldn't Seriously. be possible, right? Probably not, but I'd be all yeah. over that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. The January 6th one is the deal breaker with me. I do think he should do jail time for that. I do think that he should not run for president if he is found guilty. And I do think that they should really come down on him. That is beyond dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because otherwise he wins again, or let's say he gets the nomination guys and, and he loses again. Let's say that they, they find him innocent after all of that. What's to say that doesn't happen again, but worse, he won't take another loss. It's, you know, sitting down. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of what ifs. I just, He's not I, gonna I, win. I, he won't win again. Why he would won't, he win? He That's won't win, but he'll get the nomination. Yeah. yeah He's he going to get the nomination though. 
Yeah, sure. he could very well get the. Or as George Soros said um, recently, I think he's I, he didn't get it for me, but I've said the same thing. It would be nice if he doesn't get the nomination, and then he runs as an independent, and then the Democrats will, you know, l- win in a landslide. That would be mm-hmm. sweet, wouldn't it? Would this is a great time for a third party. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's Trump's party, I'd be all over that too. Right. <laughs> I can't pay. I can't pay for that third party. <laughs> You and me both. I'd be all over that. Let's go. Let's hit the streets. Let's knock on some doors. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, oh boy. before we go, I want to give a shout out to Wisconsin. How about that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. By Yay. Points. Yay. You know, that's, that's really fabulous. And running on choice, really. And I think we should be running on choice until we get legislation that codifies the right to choose, the right to work with your own healthcare physician. Right. Democrats, I mean, by we, Democrats should be, and on with judges, like our judges that are coming up, the Supreme Court judge, who, whoever gets that nomination. Is there anybody running, actually? Isn't it just one person? Who's that? I don't recall. Um, you can look it up. But also keep in mind, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Three yeah. states that have done very well. Those are those are the swing states. So that could be very telling for us in the future. So I'm very optimistic about that. Yeah. Well, we, this this Supreme Court person, Democrat, whoever it is that's running, should run on uh, on that against exactly. whoever the Republican is who's going to run against that. Why not? Why exactly. not? That's a, it's a winning issue, especially in a state mm-hmm. like Pennsylvania. I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. And yeah. also. I wanted to bring up that Republicans in, I guess, Florida, I think, not sure, and other states, ex- after the Tennessee killings recently, they voted to expand access to guns. I saw that too. Despicable. I mean, and taking away permits. You don't need a permit to carry one. Mm-hmm. Like that would have helped a nine-year-old if she or he had had their own semi-automatic handgun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm I mean, so sad. Who could even think that? I don't understand that. I so don't that's understand. another issue that I think that you know we should start running on. I think we should start running on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. sensible gun legislation. You know, that's that's very moderate. That's a very moderate position. Yeah, duh. And, and most people, I think, would agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, even gun owners around where we live would. And we've said this before. They're just fearful because they get. They get a lot of shit from the NRA. You give a little bit, they're going to take a lot. It, but it's all it's about like for abortion. You mean exactly, and yeah. the fact that they fall for it. But then it's a that's a way for them to keep control. Unfortunately, they instill fear and lies. They work hand in hand, the Republican Party and the NRA. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. but I do think most people do agree with that. They do agree that people that should not have guns shouldn't have guns. They do believe that you should have a background check and a permit. They do believe you might have to take a special class or have a special permit to have an AR. You know, most people believe those things, mm-hmm. um, but they've been instilled with these lies that if you work with the Democrats, they're going to deceive you. You're going to give mm-hmm. them a little bit and then they're going to take away all your guns. You know, it's this this crazy dialogue that we just as a party need to build that trust. I know that sounds so kumbaya, but, you know, we've we've got to think, figure out something. There's too many kids dying. It's a horrible time for kids to be growing up. I've got kids. I know I've had really horrible conversations with them. You know, they've had the drills. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine having to live that? I, I, I can't. No, we had to have drills about nuclear. Um, yeah. Right. You know, that's 
We did have that. That was scary. But you didn't watch on the news videos of bombings at schools where they're watching on the news, right. you know, eight-year-olds yeah. dying and, and the yeah. aftermath of it after that. And um, it's scary. And it's scary going to a public place too, whether it's a concert or a mall or a, I'm checking out exits no matter where I go. As a politician and a public figure going out, I, I don't always feel safe. I've got to watch where I'm going. We live in a totally different world. Yeah. And I'd like to think that what we're doing now is going to hopefully change that. But man, we, mm-hmm. we do. We live in scary times. I hear you, Judy. I worked for a newspaper and I watched the door a lot because we pissed people off. We had unstable people in the community. I worried about somebody coming in the door with a gun yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But and, I have and, a shout out. I've got some good news. Oh, good. Good. A good shout out. We want to welcome Senator John Fetterman. Yeah, he's um, gone. Back to Congress. He's, he's yeah. checked out of the hospital. We wish him the very, very best. That's he's right. He's back. He's, he's one of my favorite political crushes, if John Fed was listening right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm psyched he's feeling better and well, yeah. wishing him the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's fabulous news. And in um, an up note here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And I'm thankful that he asked for help because I do think that that encourages a lot of people especially yeah. nowadays where mental health is, is a tough one. And it's a for tough sure. one to ask for, for help sure. to have your Senator come forward and say, listen, I got depression. Right. I need to go to hospital. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, that would have been unheard of. Unheard right. of. So I think that he has, and we may never know, probably saved lives himself just doing what he did and inspiring other people. I do. Mm-hmm. I hope he is an inspiration so in that regard. Yeah. All right. So we just need to next uh, 2024. Yeah, that is next year. Oh, my gosh. We need to get more senators, Democratic senators, so that we can um, do some of these important things like Mm -hmm. tackle poverty, gun control, choice for women. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of issues, but to me, those Mm -hmm. are the top three. Economic fairness, good jobs, save Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security. These are middle of the road. Very, 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 very moderate issues that we can all agree on right right equal so rights a for lot of everyone can. lgbtq yeah. rights yes marry who you love mm-hmm. all those things are on the line right now yeah. Right. yeah all right we were on an upbeat now we've gone down all right <laughs> you know we gotta end on a positive we're, we're doing our part story we're, hmm? we're doing our part to get the word out that there's we are possible possible positive changes are possible and we right. can lead the way right yeah. All right. It was great seeing you. You too. um, We'll talk soon, I hope. Yes. Stay safe, everyone, and appreciate you all, and let's continue the fight. Happy arraignment. (laughs) Woohoo!